Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation. I am your host, Alicia, and it is so good to be back here with you again today. I hope this week has been treating you well. I have been really kind of enjoying and just leaning into summer, trying to take a little bit more time throughout the day to rest. Uh, I've been reading a lot. In fact, it was kind of fun. Uh, My daughter and I ended up reading the same book and we had a little friendly competition to see who could get done with it first. Um, So that was fun. I hope that you are finding things to really kind of fill your cup and ultimately allow you to show up in your life in a more intentional way that really does align with the vision that you have for yourself, the purpose that you believe is in your heart, and really just kind of being who you want to be in this life since we really only get one shot at it. I just got off a pretty fun call. I met somebody through a social platform online and we did a coffee chat. And a lot of the stuff that came up in our conversation was already kind of in alignment with what I wanted to share with you today, which is really just about identifying your priorities, scheduling your time, and just being super intentional about where you are investing your mental energy, your emotional energy, as well as your time, and really creating a schedule that aligns with the goals that you have for yourself, the things that are most important to you, to kind of keep you moving along rather than something that feels heavy or burdensome or makes you feel guilty. Because of course, there are so many different ways that we could go with scheduling our time and things like that. And something that I see a lot with the clients that I work with, uh, women that I talk to, and even things that I have experienced in the past, especially being a working from home mom, is really just this overwhelming sense of guilt or feeling like you're never doing enough or you're not doing it right. And so today's episode is really going to help kind of alleviate a lot of that guilt, hopefully, and just give you kind of a clear plan to move forward with when you are looking at how you're spending your time, scheduling your time, but also we'll kind of dive into the importance of managing um, your mental and emotional currency as well, if you will. So the conversation that I just had with this new friend, uh, we were able to really kind of use the idea of money, right? And how we spend our money or, or if we're investing our money and really the difference between the two. So it's like when you are thinking about money, right? We can either be spending our money, which is the way that I would look at that is it's like, I'm just spending it. I'm just kind of getting rid of it. I might get something in the return in the immediate, like going out to eat, right? It's like I am in the immediate sense, I'm getting to not have to cook dinner. I'm getting to not have to clean, but there's no real long-term reward that comes back to me from that. Whereas when I think about a financial investment, I'm thinking about something that I am, yes, I'm spending money, but I look at it as more of an investment of my money. I'm investing money into this course or into this class or into working with this coach, knowing that there is going to be a return on that investment. So that is kind of how I want you to think about spending your time versus investing your time and really looking at it through that lens, right? It's like if you're spending your time, you might be spending your time scrolling on Facebook or 
I don't know, watching TV or eating or something like that. And that probably is giving you something in the immediate, but it's so much different than if you are investing your time in something that really matters to you, that aligns with your goals or your values or things like that. And of course, I don't say this to heap any guilt or shame on you if you are scrolling or if you are watching TV, because I do both of those things. However, oftentimes when I am scrolling, I'm not being super intentional about it. I'm not being really mindful of how I'm showing up or whether or not I'm trying to make a connection. For me, when I'm scrolling on social media, that absolutely is me spending time in that it just it kind of gives me that little pause, that mental break, if you will, but it doesn't actually leave me feeling any more filled up. I don't feel any more connected to anybody. Whereas if I'm a little bit more intentional about getting on and I'm thinking about connecting with people or building relationships or something like that, that is more of an investment of my time. Or if I am thinking about, you know, going for a walk with my husband or sitting around and chatting with the kids and kind of playing with them, that's more of an investment, right? I may not necessarily see the payout or the dividends right up front in investing in those relationships, but I know that there is going to be an investment, right? It's like later on when the kids need to talk to me, talk to me about something that's a little bit more serious, I've already kind of built up that trust and that rapport and that relationship, right? Or, you know, going for those walks with my husband, that's me investing in our relationship that's going to create long-term intimacy down the road. So that's kind of that main concept, right? It's like, how are you spending your time versus how are you investing your time? And the way that I want to kind of walk you through that today is really with kind of this four, five-ish step process that I lined out. So number one, you really want to look at your priorities and your goals in this season of life. So you could think about this relationally. You could think about this professionally. You could think about this personally. You want to just get really clear, like what are the top goals that you have for yourself? Maybe in each of those buckets, each of those areas, personally, professionally, and relationally. What are the priorities for you there, right? So when you are looking at those goals, you could make a list of all the things that you could potentially do to reach those goals, but then you want to get really clear on what are the priorities. And the way that I would look at the priorities is it's going to be the actions that I can take that are going to move me toward my goal kind of the quickest and the easiest, right? So it's going to have kind of the the most bang for your buck, if you will. And so again, you want to look at that. So if you list it out, let's say you have a goal to maybe run a marathon or a goal that I am secretly planning to work on, well, not so secretly now that I'm telling you, is doing an obstacle course. So for me, I would look at, okay, if my goal in this you know personal area of fitness for me is to do an obstacle course, what are all the things that I could potentially do that would get me closer to that goal? And then out of that list, I'm going to want to pick the things that really seem like they would have the most impact on moving me toward that goal. And for me, that's how I would identify the priorities, right? It's going to be those things that are going to move you towards your goal the quickest and the easiest. So number one, define your goals in this season of life, list out all the possible actions that you could take. And then I want you to just kind of guess because that's really what it is, right? You're just making your best educated guess on what the top few things are that are going to move the needle the most for you in that area, in that specific goal. 
And then step two is to really kind of decide what is maybe realistic or more manageable for you in this season of life. So really, how much time do you want to commit to each of those goals? How much time do you want to commit to the priority, right? And notice I said want and not have, because the reality is, is I I do truly believe that we have enough time to accomplish all of the things that we want. Maybe not all in this season of life, but we have so much more time than I think we realize because so often we are just kind of mindlessly using our time or spending our time without really thinking about it. So number two, it really is just kind of deciding for yourself in this season of life, looking at all the different areas, looking at work, looking at family demands, working, looking at relational demands, whatever those different buckets are for you in your life, you want to look at like what's they're all requiring of you in terms of your energy, of your time, of your all of your resources, and figure out what feels manageable for you in this particular season of life for you to be able to commit to those goals, right? So you want to actively and intentionally decide the amount of time that you're going to spend, that you're choosing to spend. We don't want to try to find the time or find the energy at the end of the day or in those little pockets, because oftentimes that's where those things that are most important to us end up actually getting pushed aside and they get crowded out with the things that feel like the emergency, the urgent thing right there in the moment, which that was a... um, Oh my gosh, what's the word I'm thinking of? That was a tool that I learned reading uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And it's this idea that we have urgent things and we have important things. And it's a matrix, so you could look that up, you could just Google that. But really the idea is is that you're gonna have things in your life that are important and urgent, important and not urgent, not important and urgent, and not important and not urgent. And oftentimes the things that really matter the most to us are the things that are important, but they're not urgent. So they oftentimes get kind of pushed to the bottom of the to-do list or they never get done. But I believe that those are probably the things that would really kind of move you the furthest in your life, right? Bringing you the closest to bringing the vision, bringing the dream that you have for yourself into reality. So maybe even just kind of spending some time there, right? It's like looking at what are the things that are super important to you that maybe don't feel urgent, right? There's like no immediate deadline, but there are things that you want to accomplish. Those are definitely things worthwhile to spend time thinking about and planning for and then starting to put some action to. So step two, really deciding what feels manageable for you in this season of life, uh, deciding and committing to how much time you want to spend working on these goals kind of ahead of time before life's emergencies get in way. Step three is I want you to think about, so know and be really clear on your core values, right? So the things that are most important to you is that quality time. Is that tucking your kids into bed at night? Like, what are the things that feel so important to you that just really feel like a non-negotiable? Oftentimes, I do believe that when we're feeling the guilt, you know, the mom guilt or whatever, that really does come from us sort of being out of integrity or out of alignment with our core values, with the things that are deepest and most important to us. It's important, I think, also to recognize that sometimes it could just be the shame monster coming to kind of beat you up and tell you all the ways that you're screwing up, all the ways that you're not doing good. But sometimes it can be worthwhile, right? If you're feeling like, man, you know, 
sitting around the table every night with my family is super important, but I've been working late and I've missed dinner and you're feeling a little bit guilty or something's feeling a little bit off, it's just an indicator to kind of pause and take a look at what's happening, right? To check in with your core values, check in to see if, you know, you are kind of living in integrity and living in alignment with what matters most to you and what is most important to you. So when you are super clear on your core values, this will really help you make clear decisions that support your goals and what is most important to you. So you don't feel like you're having to choose between what's important to you and your personal goals, right? So this really does kind of give you that clarity. It can give you the confidence in making decision. Um, In fact, one of the things I love the most, that it's that saying of, if it's not a heck yes, then it's a no. And so when you are super clear on your core values and the things that matter most to you, that will really help you make quick decisions swiftly that align and support both your goals as well as the things that are most valued by you and most important to you. So number four, step four, is to kind of draw up a schedule to test out for yourself for a few weeks. And the reason that I say this is your life is going to be constantly changing, right? Our lives are dynamic. They're changing from time to time. Our schedules may or may not have some little fluctuations. Like yesterday, we had a doctor's appointment. I had scheduled a certain amount of time the doctor's appointment ended up going over. That wasn't something that I could really control. So just making sure that you're kind of penciling in, I would say like a little bit of buffer time, a little bit of flex time, but also looking at this as this doesn't have to be something that is so rigid, so set in stone, that if you can't maintain the schedule that you start to feel super anxious, super stressed, and feel like you're just falling behind, right? because I think that there are definitely two ways that we could go with this. And this is something that I feel like I'm bringing up constantly as well in with my clients is that I see on the one hand, we have people that tend to be really rigid, really um, structured, super organized. They like everything to go to a T according to plan. And then when things don't, that creates a lot of anxiety, that creates a lot of frustration a lot of emotional turmoil. On the other hand, we have people that maybe are super go with the flow, not, they wouldn't say they're particularly organized. They don't really keep a schedule. Um, You know, everything is just kind of like, let's just wait and see, kind of play it by ear. But then that can also create stress and anxiety because they're feeling like they're not showing up, they're not getting stuff done. And then they have this long list that's kind of looming. So you just want to kind of notice what extreme do you tend to fall to? And then that's going to really help guide you to know like where your growth is. So if you're somebody that's super rigid and inflexible, then the practice for you might be to relax a little bit more, become a little bit more flexible in your scheduling, um, you know, creating a little bit of buffer time kind of between appointments or between things so that so that if something happens that's outside of your control, you can just kind of relax and sort of ease into it without feeling super stressed and creating that anxiety for yourself. On the other hand, if you tend to be a little bit more relaxed and feel like that approach is kind of creating the stress and the anxiety because you're not getting stuff done, then you definitely want to practice being a little bit more scheduled and really working to kind of show up and keep your word to yourself because that is massive. That is so important and kind of building that trust uh, with yourself that you're going to be able to set goals and accomplish them because you know that you're going to show up and take the action that's needed. 
So the reason that I say drop the schedule and test it out for a few weeks is because that's going to really give you enough time to kind of figure out if the way that you're currently scheduling is working or if it's not working, what is and what isn't working, and then what you want to tweak. So the next thing, after you kind of draw up that schedule that you think could potentially work with everything else that you have going on in your life, you're going to test it out for a couple of weeks. And in that time, I want you to really spend some time kind of evaluating and focusing and and figuring out, okay, what's currently working about this schedule? what's maybe not working so much, and then what's one thing that I wanna try to tweak or one thing that I wanna try to change. Oftentimes we try to tweak or change too much at once, And then we don't ever really know what was actually working and what wasn't. I see this a lot with nutrition or exercise as well, especially with people with clients that are, you know, working on some sort of a goal in changing either their body comp or weight loss or something like that. They get in a hurry. And so they think that they just need to change everything at once. When in reality, it might just be some small little tweaks or some small little changes instead of completely starting over every single time. So drop your schedule, test it out for a couple of weeks, and then spend time kind of evaluating and reflecting on it. Spending time thinking about what is currently working, what wasn't working about that schedule, and then maybe one or two small shifts that you want to make until you can find a schedule that you can keep for the long term or at least in this current season of life. As of this recording, it's summertime, so definitely the schedule with my family is a little bit different, and I already know in the fall when the kids go back to school, my schedule is going to change again. So it's like I'm just looking at what is the schedule that I can keep, that I can maintain in this summer season of life, knowing that in a couple of weeks or you know a month or two, I'm going to need to make some changes and some tweaks to my schedule again. And so you might find that's true for you. The last thing that you're going to want to do is be super clear on your goals and why they are important to you. And you want to dig deep. You want to go past kind of that surface level, right? So like for a lot of clients, when you think about losing weight or, or changing your body or there's something in that line, the initial why is, you know, they just they want to feel better, right? But you're not really connected to that, at least not for the, you know, the most part or when things become challenging. So you really want to think about on a deeper level, like why is the goal or why are the goals that you have important for you? And you can either just kind of ask yourself some questions around that. Like, why does this matter? What would be different about my life if I achieved this goal? What would be different about me? Who would I have to become? You could ask yourself questions like that, or you could play kind of the five whys. And you really just, you start with the goal and you say, okay, why is this important? And then you write down your answer. Okay, but why does that matter? Why is that important? And literally you just keep asking yourself that same why question until you discover for you that real deep reason that this particular goal matters to you. And then once you see that reason, you can really identify either, you know, is that something that you like, something that you're kind of proud of, something that really resonates with you, or maybe you might find that the the motivation behind that goal isn't something that really matters or resonates or aligns. And then you can work on kind of shifting the goal or shifting the motive until you find something that does ring true and does really resonate. So the the next thing you're going to want to do is really like schedule those things in. 
right? So it's easy to kind of draw up this ideal schedule, but where the rubber meets the road is when we are actually scheduling the things into our calendar, the workout, um, the family time, the time with your best friends, the you know time to meditate or pray or read or whatever that is for you, whatever those things are that you're wanting to schedule, you've got to actually put those on the calendar. So whether you do a physical calendar, a planner, a digital calendar like Google or something like that, you want to pencil those things in. You want to put those in and you want to think about those appointments with yourself as important as you think about the appointment that you make with a doctor or um, with a friend or, you know, whatever that most important appointment is to you, you want to approach these appointments with yourself with that same seriousness, that same mentality. Now, of course, the hardest part is going to be just kind of working through the mental chatter that comes up for you that says that maybe you don't really have to go and do this right now, or you don't have to do the workout right now. You can do it later or one day off isn't going to kill you. But I want to just bring it back to your ability to trust yourself to follow through is everything because this builds the trust that you're going to be able to, you know, stick with what you say that you're going to do, that you're going to show up. This really brings you into that congruency and into integrity. But it also really sets the foundation for you being trustworthy in your relationships with other people as well. So by us, as simple as it seems, if you make the goal for yourself to get up at six o'clock every morning, you know, Monday through Friday, it really like in the grand scheme of things, it probably isn't that big of a deal if you don't, but it's more of a big deal that you do cultivate that habit. You do cultivate that habit of showing up for yourself, of trusting yourself. And so sticking it out and getting up when you say that you will really is so much more than just getting up at six o'clock, right? And again, this isn't anything to beat yourself up over or feel guilty or shamed about, but it's just is recognizing that your ability to trust and to believe your word to yourself, to other people is like gold. It is one of the most valuable things that you could ever do, That one of the most valuable skills that you could ever develop and cultivate for sure. So I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, The scheduling, the time management is something that has been coming up a lot lately with my clients. It's something that I get asked about a ton. And so I wanted to just come on and share some practical tips and strategies that I have been using with my own clients that I use with myself and wanted to give that to you as well. So if this was something that was helpful for you, please feel free to share it. And if you are ready to kind of take this work deeper, right? Maybe you have the step-by-step, you know exactly what to do, but you know that you have that struggle with implementing or you're just getting in your head and you're not super clear, then that is where I want to invite you to take the next step and to start working with me. I can for sure help you kind of sort through that mental chatter, organize all of it, and start implementing the things that you're learning today on the podcast as well as in past episodes. So if you're interested in learning more about how you can work with me, you can email alicia at aliciacarlson.com or you can come connect with me on either Instagram or Facebook. I'll be sure to have all of those links in the show notes below. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you again soon.